This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week, our podcast is brought to you by BHP. Reducing greenhouse gas emissions in the production of copper is critical. That's why BHP has committed to solar, wind and battery agreements to help power their copper mine at Olympic Dam in South Australia. It's happening now at BHP. Visit bhp.com forward slash critical to find out more. Good morning. I'm Alice Dempster. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Thursday the 16th of March. In your squiz today, a former PM slams AUKUS, power on the rise, the NRL updates its brain injury rules, and collectors make bank. This is your squiz today. Claire, former Labor PM Paul Keating is known for his direct tone and sharp turn of phrase, and yesterday he put them to use. During a National Press Club address, he delivered the strongest takedown of the new AUKUS submarine deal to date. In fact, he said it's the worst international decision by an Australian Labor government since its military conscription policy for World War One. And to make sure his position on the deal is completely known, he also outlined his argument on why he thinks it's a bad move in a nine-page public statement. Yeah, he's really put some thought into it. And uh, to be really broad, his concerns fall into about three buckets. Uh, The first bucket is that he's critical of Australia's turn away from Asia and towards what he calls the Anglosphere uh, by prioritising Britain and the United States. Uh, Of our AUKUS partners, he said that US President Joe Biden, uh, and this is the quote, can hardly keep three coherent sentences together, uh, and of UK Prime Minister Rishi Sunak, he called him deeply pathetic. Uh, And as for the Aussies involved, Keating was deeply critical of Defence Minister Richard Miles and also Foreign Minister Penny Wong because he said that they've allowed the military to dictate our foreign policy. Uh, One of his zingers from yesterday, uh, and this is the quote, is that running around the Pacific Islands with a lay around your neck handing out money, which is what Penny does, is not foreign policy. Uh, To move on from that, the second bucket is about the deal itself. Uh, He says that it's way too expensive for what we're getting and he says that the subs uh, are the wrong bits of military hardware to be investing in. He had lots of details about why that's the case, uh, but let's just say he's very cynical of the arguments for nuclear-powered subs. Uh, And the third thing, Alice, uh, he says that he just reckons our leaders have got it wrong on China. Yeah, he says that we've manufactured a problem and that China isn't a military threat to Oz or the region. He was asked why he's come to that conclusion given China's huge military build-up and he responded, because I've got a brain. Yeah, he did say that. Uh, And he blasted provocative media reports that have talked up the risk of war with China. Uh, There's been quite a few of those in recent weeks. Uh, That's a threat that Keating says is non-existent. Uh, He reckons China's great sin, as he puts it, uh, is that it's developing an economy that rivals the size of America's. So lots of strong words from him yesterday. Mm. Uh, For Richard Marle's part, he fronted up on 7.30 last night 
night on ABC TV. Uh, he said that they would respectfully disagree uh, with Paul Keating, who, of course, is a Labor legend. And as for Coalition leader Peter Dutton, he says Keating's comments were unhinged. He wants the government to rebuke the former PM. Dutton's a former defence minister himself, and he backed his support of the submarine deal. He says the China threat is real and the government should be taking the advice of the military and intelligence chiefs. Claire, this has been such a big topic, so if squizzers want more of the background, our latest squiz shortcut is out this morning. Yep, it is. And if you're one of those people who's stuck at the starting line, (laughs) wondering why on earth we're talking about submarines, uh, we're here for you. So we go right back to the basics. Terrific. I'll pop a link to that in the episode notes this morning. If we thought our recent power bills have been pricey, well, we've been told to prepare to pay more, Claire. That's according to the Australian Energy Regulator, which says the bills for hundreds of thousands of households in Australia's biggest energy market could surge up to 30% this year. Yeah, the regulators released that figure. It's a draft decision on benchmark energy prices that came out yesterday. Uh, And just to explain what that's about, every new financial year, the regulator updates its default market offer. Uh, It's a cap on the price that energy retailers can charge existing customers. Uh, It was a big deal last year when the regulator lifted that offer by 18.3% and that was thanks to soaring coal and gas prices. Uh, And it says now from this July, uh, they've still to finalise it, but Aussies are set to be in for more bill shock, prices are set to rise between 20 and 22% uh, in New South Wales, South Australia and Queensland and by up to 30% in Victoria. And for what it's worth, regulator Claire Savage says that things could have been a lot worse because the default market offer was set to rise 40 to 50% if the federal government hadn't intervened in the market last year. We'll find out what exactly we're in for when the regulator announces its final decision in May. Hot on the heels of the AFL's updated concussion guidelines, the NRL has announced new rules around player concussions. Claire, NRL players will now have to wait 11 days after a concussion before they're allowed back on the field. Yeah, and that new rule, which comes into effect from today, uh, means that concussed players will have to miss at least one game. Uh, League chairman Peter Volandis said that there's no greater priority than player safety. Uh, As for the AFL fans out there, you probably know already, but just letting you know, the season kicks off tonight. Uh, Richmond is playing Carlton. That's a traditional traditional season opener uh, and it's all happening at the MCG. And just looking at what the experts are saying about this season, there's pretty consistent agreement that Hawthorne's set for a tricky one given it's got a young and inexperienced lineup and also after the fallout from last year's racism row. And punters have already tipped a Melbourne, Brisbane or Geelong premiership this year, but Given I'm a Port fan, Claire, I might have to respectfully disagree with that. (laughs) Alice, may the best team win. Good luck to you. 
This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super, one of Australia's most awarded super funds. It can be hard to know where the best place to grow your super is, but with awards like CanStar's Outstanding Value three years in a row and Money Magazine's 2024 Ultra Long Term Performance, Aware Super's 1.1 million members can be confident their super is in good hands. Visit aware.com.au forward slash awards to find out more. Awards are only one consideration. Read the PDS and TMD on the website. I don't know if you're a collector of anything, Claire, but I tend to only really collect useless things that probably won't fetch me any big windfalls down the line. (laughs) A new survey is out from eBay and it reckons about 28% of about 3,700 consumers see themselves as collectors. Oh, Alice, I have a very pathetic stamp collection. I don't think it's worth anything, but I'm sure it's in a drawer somewhere. Uh, But as for the really avid collectors, uh, they're going after really pop culture type items like Lego, which is really hot at the moment, um, playing cards, but also handbags that have really found themselves to be famous. Uh, It sounds like they're having more luck than you and I in getting some of that cash together from their collections. Uh, An almost mint 19 99 Pokemon card uh, that was going for about 300 bucks a few years ago. Uh, it's now collecting $2,000, $3,000 and more. Uh, and if you're into more designer items, the price of an Hermes Kelly handbag, uh, they're pretty expensive at the best of times, but their value has jumped by uh, almost 300% over the last three years. And eBay Australia boss David Ramage said that collectors are bucking the penny pinching trends being picked up on the rest of eBay, where cost of living pressures have meant that buyers are less quick on everyday purchases. From luxury handbags to luxury food, Claire, a new spot has been recognised by a French restaurant guide for the quality of the meals on offer. Yeah, and to be specific, that spot is in a hospital in Belgium. Uh, (laughs) Look, we know that hospital food isn't usually synonymous with an enjoyable meal, uh, but this hospital has been recognised by a really, really prestigious French guide. It's the Golden Milau. They're doing something right, quite obviously. Yeah, the hospital asked for advice on its fish dishes, sauces and potato servings. And the guide's chief executive, Mark de Klerk, reckons he'd serve the meals in his own home. So that's high praise indeed. Squeeze the day, Claire. What do you have your eye on? Oh, look, a really good one for those people looking at the economic trends. Unemployment data is out today. Uh, Some expectations that our unemployment rate will drop. So all eyes on that. And that wraps us up today. Thank you for listening. We'll be back with you again tomorrow. Hello, it's Bryce here from Squiz Kids. Kids and fiscal policy go together like peaches and cream, which is why we're excited to present a special Squiz Kids Q&A this week with Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers. It's the podcast where the kids of Australia get to ask the questions. Tune in to Squiz Kids today to find out how the notorious B.I.G. has helped shape next week's budget, why the Treasurer considers himself more of a three-pointer than a slam dunker, and why his toenails will be painted with glitter nail polish next Tuesday when he stands in Parliament to hand down the budget. Plus, there's a cheeky question in there about his leadership ambition. All part of our mission to engage kids in the wider news agenda. 
Check it out in the Squiz Kids podcast feed or via squizkids.com.au.